0: Yes, it's been too long since we had a news brief, so I wanted to drop in here early on Sunday before our weekend review and just talk about a single news item. That is one article that covers a multitude of potential surprises. So if you are not interested in possible spoilers, if you don't want anything to do with that, then I would give you your warning right now and say, please, as much as I want you to listen to my podcast for my ratings and downloads, step away, because I don't want to ruin anything for anybody. Um, So you've had your warning. You're still here. Here we go. All right. So this article was published by Sportskeeda. As you know, they are one of my main sources I go to for news. I like to stick with big, reputable websites: CBS Sports, Sportskeeda, Wrestling Inc., even the Torch or the Wrestling Observer. Or you know, those we all know those big ones. And so I just want to give you my sources and not just any old site. Um, I, I will say I used to um, I used to look at Wrestling Edge. If anybody looks at Wrestling edgecom they look reputable. And I've got nothing against them on a personal level at all, but man, when you look, click on their articles, their articles are poorly written and they try to be a, a reputable, they try to be a credible source with the rest of them. And their article headlines are often very misleading, like say Edge in potential scandal with a uh, mistress or something. And now that's not one they had, but I'm giving you an example. And then in the article, they just mentioned like Edge's career and what he's doing next. And they, they don't mention anything about the headline. They ha- They have been very uh, misleading over the last several months. So uh, look, I don't know. I'm nothing on, on a personal level, but I, w- I want to let you know my sources. So anyway, moving on, we've got an article from SportsKita that was published actually on January 23rd, which is today. And here's the title of the article. It says, WWE Raw, five potential surprises. So let's get into it. I'll get into those five surprises right now. This is a news brief. This is not a news essay. So the very first thing that they mention that could potentially happen in the, ne- in the coming weeks, X-Pac returning to WWE Raw and announcing he'll be at the upcoming Rumble. Now, again, guys, none of this is confirmed. None of this. So I want to say that you said this is going to happen. I didn't. This is what Sportskeeda said potentially could happen. So it's fun to just project on what could happen and with a credible website. Why not have a little fun? So X-Pac returns to WWE Raw and announces that he'll be at the upcoming Royal Rumble. And... WWE put out a tweet and said that uh, I'll be ready. I'll be ring ready at the beginning of 2022 in case my phone rings. This is what Xbox said, but WWE tweeted it out. Their official account tweeted that out. And then they called out, they meaning WWE, called out the WWE superstars, the wrestlers, and said, who wants a match with Xbox? This is WWE, hashtag WWE the bump. So... Could X Pac be coming back? Does anybody even want X Pac back? Are are people even asking for him to come back, or is he just coming back anyway? You know, personally, on a a level that I used to watch X Pac in DX in the good old days, X Pac was always that third or fourth wheel. He was never the main attraction. When you had Triple H, China, the Road Dog, Jesse James, Badass Billy Gunn, and then there was X Pac. X Pac was like the fourth wheel. I mean it was just the way it was. No disrespect to the guy. He could work and he's got a good gimmick. He's high energy. The the Bronco Buster made him famous. The, you know, not disrespecting him, but again, I don't think there's any real you know, there's nobody screaming for X-Pac to come back. So, if he comes back, cool. You know, he wants to do some DX chops, do a Bronco Buster and then get tossed over the top rope. Fine. So, could we see X-Pac in the Royal Rumble? Sure. So, all right. Let's see here. Um what about Corey Graves? Now, the article does say many superstars, super including Corey Graves, have announced their desire to face a returning X-Pac, which could play out on this this week's show. Could X-Pac have a showdown with someone from the current roster? If so, who do you think should take on the legend ahead of the Royal Rumble? So could Corey Graves, who has been cleared to wrestle, come out of retirement and be a entrant in the Rumble? Why not? Now, I, I think Corey Graves... As good as he is on the, on the microphone, and he has been an absolute asset, probably isn't maximizing his skill, meaning it could be much better suited in the ring. Um, one other thing before I move on here to number four. Anybody else here uh, on SmackDown WWE calls Summer ray a legend? Now, this has been a trend going around, at least on Twitter. It was trending. There's, uh, Summer Rae even responded to all the criticism about WWE calling her a legend. It's a joke. Okay, is an absolute joke. I'll talk more about this on my uh on my weekend review tonight. That summer ray is I mean, if we're defining summer ray as a legend, I, I guess anyone that ever existed in the Divas era is a, is now a legend as well. What of note? What 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 notable significant thing did Summer Rae ever do to earn a legend? I mean, you don't get called a legend in the business. Without doing something long-standing and significant at being and being at the top of your game, yeah, Summer Rae doesn't check any of those boxes. I'm sorry. I'm sure she's a nice woman. It's absolutely preposterous. I'm not blaming it on Summer Rae, but those that those that said, you know, it's a good idea to announce her as a legend. Why? Oh my God! All right, we'll get more into that on the weekend review. Number four, the Miz and Maurice call out Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch for WrestleMania this year. Now. Miz likes to call himself and Maurice the It Couple, but here's the problem with this: while this is a rumor, of course, heel couple versus heel couple, you know, very few people would care. I, I, you know, as I guess it would be fun from the fact that it's never happened from that standpoint. But I, yeah, I don't think there's anybody screaming for this match either. Um, you know, it, while I do, I also love Maurice with the Miz. Maurice adds so much to Miz's character; it makes him much more palatable. I still don't think that there's a a real need or want or desire from fans to see this match. Again, heel couple, heel couple. What are you going to turn Becky and Seth babyface just for the sake of Miz and Maurice? Which, by the way, wouldn't work for Seth. Seth and Becky are on screen. Remember how terrible they were on screen? They were awful. Maybe as heels, they'd be better. But boy, that was the start of Becky's downturn was her and Seth Rollins when they faced Lacey Evans and Corbin. It was just it was hard, hard to watch. So Sports Geeta says this about that, that potential uh, program. Once the feud between the top two raw couples is over and done, meaning Edge and Beth Phoenix, Miz and Maurice could challenge the real life couple of Becky and uh, Seth. Perhaps the challenge is made on this week's show with the match finally taking place at WrestleMania. Miz and Mrs. is a success, successful show, and the company may want to showcase their silver screen stars against the top couple in WWE. It doesn't get really any bigger unless Triple H and Stephanie return to the ring. Honestly, I'd rather see Triple H and Stephanie. I mean, I, I don't want to see Becky and Seth, who do not belong in a tag team match all the, either in a, in a WrestleMania. If they want to do this match separately and just keep them all heels and see who the crowd cheers for, and they want to do it on some ancillary B pay-per-view, fine. But don't don't minimize the star power of Becky and Seth by having them in a tag team for... Miz and Maurice. Okay, that, that I'm, you know what? I'm not sorry for this. That would be dumbing themselves down. They would have to reduce themselves down. They would be pouring cold water on their runs right now to tank, to team up to face Miz and Maurice, that would lose anyway. It's I really hope that doesn't happen. Okay. Um number 3. WWE Raw Superstar Finn Balor makes an offer to AJ styles so uh we have finn balor who uh let's see here he has a tweet but it's from october who's wearing a very political shirt um and and if you're wondering what that is i'm not getting into politics although it's, it's it's very difficult when he he tweets out a shirt on october this is from october 5th now this is the tweet that they decided to include in sports kita why i don't know uh, maybe they're trying to make their own political statements. And Finn's shirt just simply says science is real. Black lives matter. No human is illegal. Love is love. Women's rights are human rights and kindness is everything. So take that for what you, what you will. <laughs> um, it's really hard. I'm going to bite my tongue here, but nonetheless, let's move on. The article says, where does Finn Balor go after losing to Austin theory? The one possible route he could traverse is in a tag team run with one of his best friends in the world, AJ Styles. The Phenomenal One and The Prince have faced each other before, and it was a pretty good match. A feud with Gable and Otis could really work wonders for everyone involved. You know, initially I thought that would be terrible because I don't want Finn and or AJ in a tag team, and AJ just got out of a tag team. But if Finn is, number one, Finn's on a losing streak. Finn has been on a terrible losing streak ever since the top rope broke and the demon character lost to, to Roman Reigns a number of months ago. So there's that. And he's been losing ever since outside of one win against Austin theory, like a month ago. Then you also take AJ styles who, yes, he beat Grayson Waller on NXT and he's kind of in and out of that realm, but lost in a squash match to Omos and hasn't done really anything of note. Now you put them together, perhaps those two parts that are broken put together could make something. Maybe they could make something out of, out of kind of garbage right now. And I don't mean garbage in. I shouldn't probably use garbage, broken parts that need to be mended. Put them together. Perhaps that's something that you could, uh, that that you could make work. And if they're going to do that versus just be as part of like a a random battle royal at WrestleMania, I'd rather have them in a tag team. And they'd be, I think, really over as a tag team. Their styles would be great. There's they would complement one another. They could easily be tag team champions for a long time, and they could work well with Otis and Gable. So I I do actually do find this okay as long as. There aren't other plans that are more significant as a, in a singles role for either wrestler because I think they don't need to be in the tag team at this point. They're established stars. They're, dare I say, mega stars. So, all right. Number two an unexpected name confronts the WWE Raw Women's Champion this week. So, who is that? Well, it is none other than Asuka. WWE Raw this is quoting, WWE raw women's champion Becky Lynch could be in for a nasty surprise this week when she's confronted by Asuka, returning after an absence of many months. A report emerged that stated she could be cleared to wrestle now. Oscar versus Becky may be a tease for WrestleMania, a match that the Empress of Tomorrow demands after she wins the Rumble this year. It's definitely a match that fans would want to see in the returning babyface versus the unbeatable heel champion. I really like this, just not the timing of it. Now what I mean by that is that you have Asuka, who's been out for a long time, Oscar is the one that that was handed the championship from Becky Lynch just before Money in the Bank in 2020 when Becky went out for uh, her maternity leave. So there's nice symmetry there and they could remind fans of that. At least, my God, I hope they do. And Asuka would be welcome back with open arms. I think the fans would really embrace her as a WWE baby or as a, as a baby face and one of the top baby faces sharing that spotlight, of course, with Bianca Belair. So that would be a lot of fun. You could have Asuka versus Becky one-on-one, but the problem is Bianca is such a focal point of the WWE women's division and has been at the top of her game and done such an excellent job that it would be hard to replace that rising new star, younger star, with a more veteran, established star that doesn't really need the shine. So perhaps there could be a triple threat of sorts between Becky, Asuka, and Bianca at WrestleMania. That's maybe where they're going, as much as sometimes I don't like triple threats, especially at WrestleMania. It seems as if that's that's logical. Now, as far as Sportskeeda saying that the timing of this could be on Monday Night Raw, I think that's that's a little bit um, that that's wrong. That's not a little bit wrong. That's wrong. Why? Because right now Becky's immersed in a program with Dewdrop. so you'd want Dewdrop to be the one to close out her program. You don't want to overlap programs right now. It, it'd get messy. So I think Oscar being a part of the Women's Rumble and winning the Rumble, Oscar could be a I think a very real threat to win the rumble. You could have that. Absolutely. In fact, I'd put her in my top two for picks right now. If Oscar's returning and then you have her win the rumble and confront Becky Lynch the next Monday night after WrestleMania or after uh, rumble. And then Dewdrop obviously loses, but you don't do it before it's a week before the rumble. You don't overlap programs like that. Uh, okay. Number one, and then we'll close things out here. Kevin Owens becomes the new United States champion. Let's see what the article says. Kevin Owens defeated Damian Priest last week, which is not something that happens very often. If the idea is for Priest to win the Rumble and challenge Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, could he lose the United States Championship this week? Maybe KO bends the rules or enlists the help of Seth Rollins to pick up a big win and become the new champion. And Priest goes on to bigger and better things. Uh, Yes, that's absolutely right. Um, You know, the thing is, I don't know if Brock Lesnar versus Damian Priest is exactly a dream match for WrestleMania. I mean, if you're not going to put Bobby versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, you're not going to put Damian Priest versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Damian Priest has has got a WWE and creative have a lot more groundwork to lay to make that a credible dream match scenario for Brock Lesnar. And Brock Lesnar doesn't have a whole lot of time left. You don't know how many more matches he has left in him or how many he wants to have in him. It's probably a better question. And you're going to waste it on Damian Priest. No disrespect to Damien, but look, he's not in he's not in Brock Lesnar's stratosphere right now. He's on the rise. He's got a nice little gimmick going with this kind of demon he calls Damien, which I don't understand. He calls it his own name. But anyway, he, he's on the rise. That's fine. But Damien Priest and Brock, you could do that again at a B pay-per-view. Don't do it at WrestleMania. I don't like that suggestion at all. I'm okay with KO winning the, the United States championship. And having winning the championship, usually, not usually, sometimes the loser even though they just lost the belt, is essentially just a way to elevate them to get them out of that tier to move them to the next tier. So KO as US champion is probably something that's going to happen with the help of Seth Rollins. But do I think that Damian Priest is going straight to the main event? No. Um, And for those KO fans out there, I think WWE has envisioned KO being that kind of mid-upper card for the remainder of his career in WWE. That's where they've envisioned him I mean, since really he came in, he touches the main event. He won the Universal Championship a couple of times. Goldberg stopped that, and then ever since he hasn't been the same. And he's been kind of in and out of the main event, in and off of shows, injuries. I'd say at WrestleMania, all these things. So, all right, um, one last thing, and this isn't on the list, but uh, what about Page? Many people are picking Page to win the Rumble, or at least appear and make an appearance and make an impact make it make a statement maybe 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 she won't even make a statement maybe she'll go above that and send a message i mean i don't want to get too crazy but it's possible that she exceeds making a statement and just wow she goes right to sending that message i mean it sounds a little it sounds a little crazy and a little bit exacerbated a little bit overdone but it's possible all right depends how much momentum she has right all right. Uh, well, thank you, everybody, for listening to the news brief. I appreciate it. We try to keep this uh, 20 minutes or less, and it looks like I am right on target here for uh, well, 16, 17 minutes. Thank you for everybody listening to this show. If you have suggestions or you'd like to co-host or host this news brief, I'm interested in hearing from you. You can email us at mailbag at wwepodcast.com. We now have an official email, so we sound more legitimate. Um, it's mailbag at wwpodcast.com you can send us the, the uh, request there uh, it's not just for mailbag questions but uh, you can send it there and uh, i would love to hear from you but uh, that's it for now guys we will be back with the weekend review later tonight until then take care and i'll talk to you next time thanks for listening to the wwe podcast don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a show or head to wwpodcast.com. And for all of these shows ad-free, head over to patreon.com slash wwe podcast. Until then, we'll see you next time.